Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash I am divine 2022. Providing insight and resources for your spiritual journey. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Hello. Oh, yeah. And welcome to The Funniest Thing, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Yeah. That's usually when you go, funniest thing. Funniest thing. You're not going to believe this. That's right. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting from Middle School Studios. Oh, yeah. In Culver City, the heart of Screenland. It sure is. It's the home of Funniest Thing. The and original gurus. The original gurus, the little rascals. That's, That's right. right. And uh, today's a very exciting episode. It sure is. What's it called? Today, we're going to talk about how the good you seek is seeking you. Ah, oh, what a relief. Oh, my goodness. That takes a load off my mind. You're not kidding. Yeah. And before we get started, just to get grounded. Grounded. Amen. Why don't you lead us in your uh, three breaths? That's right. Unlike the little rascals, in our case, we enjoy getting grounded. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Oh, yeah. There was a time when I did not like getting grounded. (laughs) It's funny how things turn around, isn't it? It's it's actually a good thing to get grounded. I know. It's crazy. All right. All right. So, uh, funniest thing. Funniest thing. Uh, So, today's. Mantra du jour, as Daryl used to say when he was in the military in France. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was, I was never in France, but I used to say that. Le mantra du jour. And that's why I think I got in so much trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and it is, the good I seek is seeking me. Oh. So let's just take one breath. Ah. Now we'll breathe together. The good I seek is seeking me. Oh. Ah. The good I seek 
Cooking already. What are we gonna do next? I wonder. Oh. It's Gabby, the postal pitbull, with the funniest thing mailbag. What do we got? Oh, the funniest thing mailbag. It's big and it's bulky and it's deep this week, children. Let's see what we get. What do we got? Pull something out. Oh my gosh. Make it count. Let's see. Ooh. We have a little return. Um, what do you call it? Listener from last nice. week. She, 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 uh, this is from Andrea Ballantine from Wimberley, Texas. Oh, that's right. We mentioned her on last week's we show. show. That's right. And, and we read her. Is. Oh, and show it is. That was a great episode. And uh, her response to last week's uh, show is, Aw, you guys mentioning my name on the air made me feel like a celebrity. Love your show. Perfect for and show, show it is. is. Thank you, she Andrea. She's from Wimberley, Texas. Oh, thank you so much. We love getting uh, fan mail. We sure do. If you guys have some funniest things happening in your life, send them to us. Go to the uh, Facebook fan page, post it on the wall, or you can email us. At funniest thing, which is at unityonlineradio.org. Unity That's right. And right. just so you know, you, your mail makes us feel like celebrities. Are you kidding? Be exactly. Because if you saw Middle School Studios, which is an abandoned garage in Culver City. That's right. You know why your fan mail makes us feel like celebrities. Exactly. And you know why Daryl went out and bought a Liberace suit this week because he was feeling so good about all the fan mail. I was. That's right. So here, let me carry the yeah, next go one. Reach deep. Reach deep. What? Oh, what'd you find there? Well, funniest thing. It's, it's written in gold? Wait, no, it's not written in gold, uh, but it could be. It's actually another one from Wimberley, Texas. It's Ellen Devonport. Ellen Devonport. That's right. She is also a unity oh, minister. Esteemed unity minister. And she also has, or had, I think the special just concluded, but you can listen to it online. Yeah, it on was, the archives uh, there. Uh, Kingdom Come. It Kingdom was, Come. It was fantastic. Uh, finding about. positive messages in... Revelation. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You obviously pay attention to. Oh, you're not kidding. After last week when I got the name wrong, I went right back to my studies and I really polished my game up for this week. Well, let's read her. Uh, let's read her letter. Oh, I'm sure it will okay. be positive. It's let's a, see what we get. It says, here's a question for your mailbag. Ooh, a question. Who are you guys? I went back to listen to earlier shows, but I still don't know where you came from or how you got your spiritual understanding or how you know each other hmm. or how you found Daily Word or why you wanted to have a radio show or whether you have day jobs or you just sit around being funny all the time. Inquiring minds want to know. Wow. Hmm. You think it's time we finally shared some information? Oh! <laughs> Oh, 
All right. Who is it? Who's at the door? Oh, look who it is. It's Jim Ryan. It's Daryl's neighbor, Jim Ryan, who we mentioned on last week's show. Funniest thing. Funniest thing. How are you, Jim? Perfect timing, Good. Jim. How are you guys doing? Oh, fantastic. You yeah. really got us off the hook this time. <laughs> yeah, we really appreciate you showing up when you did. That was yeah. close call. Yes. <laughs> well, anyway, Jim Ryan, if any of the listeners are just new to this episode, That's right. we, we actually... Funniest thing, we talked about you last week on uh, the show titled And Show It Is. Yeah. And uh, we were sharing about how to not get, how we need to learn how to be the observer. And by being the observer, we mean not getting so emotionally involved with, you know, problems or circumstance or the drama that scares us. And to let go of the tendency to think we have to fight back or I gotta right. wrestle with it or I gotta make these or see it as a curse and right. why is this happening to me? Wah! Right. And instead, trusting that, you know, seeing God in the situation or love in the situation, knowing that it'll work out so I can back myself out emotionally, look at it objectively or as the observer. And that way I could just take the next right action without. You know, squaring off, leading with the chin. Right. And, uh, you know, because what you fight, fights back. Indeed. It's like the show, Bless a Thing, It Blesses You, Curse a Thing, It Curses You, that we talked about. And since life and our circumstances really are a mirror of our mental mental state. Right. So, you know, when I'm all, I... The reflection back is also an aggressive. It's amazing how that how it's every time if you really sit down and look and say what's going on inside of me when this stuff comes up. It's it you don't want to. I know because I want to blame the outside, but the reflection is usually very obvious. And we were telling your story about how you were overwhelmed with the you know obsessively thinking like any of us would you know obsessively worrying about how am I going to get. You know, you had several things going on with your automobile. One, uh, they're not sending you the license plates for your new car. And that's always handy to get. <laughs> yeah. Two, yeah. they were refusing to send you your coupon book. The guy even said that on the phone from the dealership because they wanted you to, you know, have you come down and sign some things which you knew you didn't really need to sign. They've done everything properly. It's they dropped the ball on their end. And, and then thirdly... The car that you sold prior to getting this car right. was supposed to be junked. Instead, they sold it to somebody who has now gotten unlimited ticket tickets. Yeah, how many tickets did you have by the time this? Oh, only 13. 13 <laughs> tickets. Okay. And, okay. Go ahead. No, because then I was going to say what happened was you were, you know, losing sleep, getting all like, frustrated. And then, you know, the week before last. Yeah. You actually, you know, you were with us. We went to our metaphysical uh, Bible study at the uh, Center for Spiritual Spiritual Living Living. in Englewood. And there's uh, Dr. Elizabeth Marshall facilitates the group. And uh, this came up. And that's when she talked about being the observer. And then the following week, last week, was when it was finally coming to a head. And you were like, I just had the worst day ever. Like, none of it seemed to be getting resolved and you were just ready to like move to like Canada, like a draft dodger in the sixties. <laughs> <Right. laughs> but that night, she said something because I was there, and it kind of like even relieved the pressure in my head 
about how being the observer doesn't mean we don't do anything. And that's where she that's right. That's where she made it clear that it just means not 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 doing anything, but being able to bless the situation or know that the situation is in God's hand and God is always on our side. Right. So then that you could either take the appropriate action without an aggressive emotion attached to it or without that servile right well okay i'll just eat it you know it's actually a more effective way of taking action it's not yes what people fear of it being just like sitting there and being like a punching bag or getting walked on or just curling up in a ball and hiding being the observer means taking action in a more effective way because you feel more loving toward the person you're interacting with and last week well, I also one more show. thing before we go further, because yeah. you just hit on something. And that's where a lot of people miss have a misconception of the word surrender. True. And you hear surrender win. Well, this is what what they mean by surrender. Yes. It means surrendering the emotional entanglement of the problem. Yeah. To a loving source or a higher power or God or whatever you call whatever it is you yeah. believe in, that higher power you choose to call God or whatever name you give it, it really doesn't matter because it works. And so then you could be relieved of that emotional burden. Yes, which lets your best self come forward. Forward, Because that's what also surrendering is. It's surrendering to your best self so that when you move through whatever you're going through, you have all your faculties present, all your resources start showing up, whatever you need, ideas pop up. And usually the situation, once you can surrender to that, miraculously unravels. And that's what I'm glad you stopped by yes. today. Because after, right after that Wednesday, when you were ready to like skip town, throw in the car, take a sledgehammer to your new car and run away like <laughs> I would do, um, you had this epiphany Wednesday night. And then by Friday, we were in the car together going somewhere. And that's what we want to know about. Tell, share with everyone. Because we saw you let go of the whole thing yeah. on the mental level and the emotional level. So what happened? How did like what happened with these three situations? The plates, the coupon book, and the tickets. Okay, well basically that Wednesday night we went to that study with yeah. uh, the doctor. I was supposed to go into the dealership. The dealer was like the guy at the dealership was calling me like, "You don't make enough money for this loan. You're this is serious. You're <laughs> going to have problems, you know?" and and just making me feel real bad and sure. you need to call the bank and you need to do this. And this and- was after it was already approved and papers were signed. So you bought a car and he was telling you that you needed to do all of these things. Yes, yeah, so after the car was in yeah. his possession and everything. Yeah. So I, instead of like, I don't know, a, a good voice case said, I'm going to go to the thing with Daryl. And then uh, the doctor basically said, you know, you need to jump out of the drama, not be caught in the drama. Because that's what I was. I'm in the drama. Like, I got to call the bank and I got to do this sure. and I can't sleep and I can't rest. And and so I went there and I and she said, basically, jump outside the drama and just observe it. And I kind of did that. And then the next day. I just, you know, I said, I'm not going to get involved. I'm not going to take his calls. And I went on the Internet and it said, basically, if you signed a contract within 10 days, the car is yours. And I wouldn't have done that if I stayed in the drama. You know, if right. I would have jumped outside and observed it. So the next time he called, I said, hey, man, the car is mine. You know, just quit calling me. 
And then eventually, like, he sent me the license plates, and then I complained to Ford about it. Well, because you got a letter from Ford that said, tell us what you think of the car. I remember it was, like, <laughs> right. one of those <laughs> right. perfect right. surveys. Funniest thing. <laughs> Funniest thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, you didn't have to aggressively, like, I'm going to send them a letter. This, yeah. like, gave you the they asked God you. Right. <laughs> right. It was what do my you think? gift. And it's like, I love the car, the dealer I'm having problems with. They're harassing me and blah, 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 and all this. And I and please send me the Coupon. Find a way to get the payment coupons because otherwise I can't pay my loan off. And not only did they do that, but they apparently sold it to another bank and now the payments are less. Like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> the loan got even sweeter. The yeah. coupons come. I mean, this is amazing. Yeah. Right. Fighting always That's just. beautiful. It's just good. Every time I fight something, mm. I make it worse. It never gets better. <sighs> ever. I know. And whenever I take. This tact, which is so contrary, especially to being a man. Sure. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. I'm going to go down there. And, right. You know, and in the way, right. Jim actually, just in case the customers, I mean, our <laughs> listeners don't realize, me and Jim had very similar fathers. And it was basically go down there with a bat, <laughs> right. get exactly what you asked for, or, you know, someone's going to get hit with this thing. And that, that does not work. That is not effective. But men, sometimes we feel that way. And then what about the tickets on your old vehicle? Oh, yeah. What happened with the tickets? I've been on my own in the drama, fighting it out, trying to fix it with DMV and sending uh, tickets to Long Beach and Long Beach uh, LAX or LA Express Lanes. And finally, I got a letter from the city of Long Beach, like you're in financial now, which means I'm going to have to, uh, this is going to affect my credit. And so this then, is a car you no longer own, you sold it, but right. someone else is getting tickets right. on his old car. Right. Right. I sold it to junk my car who sold it to somebody else and they didn't switch the title over. So it's like, and I'm just like trying to fix all these tickets on my own and it's going, I'm, I'm going crazy with it. And then finally... After I got the thing about my credit being affected, I went into Better Business Bureau and filed a complaint against Junk My Car. And this is a big plug for Junk My Car. They actually worked with me and helped me out. They took care of the tickets, and they're sending me money for my trip to the DMV and postage. Fantastic. But I was so stressed out about that for two months, and then all of a sudden, it's like within three days, both of my car problems yeah. were resolved and with financial benefits and, and a relaxed soul. <laughs> and this yeah. all came following that... I mean, do you think yeah. it had anything to do with, I should ask, that change of thinking that happened, you know, that very Wednesday? Uh, yeah, I had to let go of it. You know, like we were talking about, our fathers are similar. You never let go of anything <laughs> in our household. Right. <laughs> Hopefully my family members are not watching this or listening to this, but whatever. But, but no, it wasn't about letting go. You had to fight it out. You know, sure. you had to find, you had to resolve it. You know, yeah. that's what a man does. And by letting right. go... It's it got actually, better, yeah. yeah. It's actually the more Beautiful. effective and heroic way to operate. All right. Well, we're, we're coming up against it. That's right. <laughs> we want to thank uh, Daryl's neighbor, Jim, for stopping by. That's right. Saving us. Yeah. Coming up next, we have Laura Harvey, the editor of the Daily Word magazine. She'll read today's Daily Word. And oh, that's uh, great. Daryl has a fantastic story about the good you seek seeking you. So uh, thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio.
If you've been inspired by the programming on Unity Online Radio, we hope you'll give your support so others may be inspired too. This online radio network depends on the love offerings of listeners to continue operating and expand its outreach. Please visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you. Are you feeling trapped by a situation you can't control? Don't know where to find help? Do you wonder if help even exists? It does, and it's always been there for you, hidden inside the ancient New Testament story of Lazarus. Unity Books invites you to unlock the secrets to peace and healing in The Lazarus Blueprint, new from best-selling authors Mary Alice and Richard Jafola. Marvel as they unveil six steps for overcoming seemingly impossible situations. Read about people like you who've used the steps to triumph over personal illness, financial hardship, and even the loss of a loved one. The Lazarus Blueprint offers a fresh new approach for fixing anything in your life. With steps so universal, timeless, and powerful, they can work for everyone. Make it your turning point. Get The Lazarus Blueprint today, online at unitybooks.org. Celebrated Unity Minister and author Eric Butterworth tells us, The exciting thing is that wherever you may be along the way of unfoldment and self-realization, no matter what the problems or challenges you may face, there is always more in you, the mystery of God in you, the Christ in you, which means your potential for healing, for overcoming, for prosperity. There is no limit. Join us each week for Discovering Eric Butterworth, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Central Time with host Rev. Tom Thorpe. Right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. Welcome back to Funniest Thing, where each week we share about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Yeah. Today, I mean, this part of the show, well, first of all, today's topic is the good you seek is seeking seeking you. you. Oh, what a relief that is. I don't have to push and shove anymore. I know. And this is the time during the show that we always like to say thank you. Yeah, show our gratitude for everyone that makes this possible, including yes. our listeners. Oh my goodness, especially the listeners. We have the listeners and who? Jeff Comfort. Jeff Comfort, the engineer who makes this all possible. Yes, we love Jeff because every week he takes us right into the comfort zone. Yeah. And and a little shout out to the Unity Prayer, prayer Line. line. 
which, uh, you know, last segment that we just before we took the break, we yeah. were mentioning how, you know, surrendering doesn't come easy to most men. Mm-hmm. But yet it's actually the most masculine thing you could do because things will unravel by trusting in your loving higher power. That's true, because it's uh, everything else is really just acting out of fear. Yeah. Right. Yes. So it takes more courage to let it go. Well, and once you realize that life is always just a reflection of your mental state, right? Then it's absurd to True. continue to go aggressively up against anything because it's going to smack right back, and yes. it always does. And whenever I treat a thing with love or bless a thing, right? It's always a blessing in return. That's right. So uh, another thing we use, another tool, is the prayer line. I've used it many times, and even just reaching out and making that call is an affirmation that I believe. That there's a way out, way through, a way through, a way out. Mm-hmm. That I, you know, and I don't. I'm not in this alone. It's yeah. just so comforting. And that's one eight hundred now pray, or eight hundred six six nine seven seven two nine. Yes, and we also want to give us a shout out to this our sponsor. That's right. I Italy. That's right. Our sponsor, I Italy, the one stop spot online for info and entertainment concerning. Italy and Italian-Americans. And if you actually go to their website, you'll see a little picture of Daryl and Ed. That's true. They actually have a uh, little picture there on their it's a banner ads for our show. It's fantastic. Yeah, so uh, you can visit them online at uh, i-italy.org. And now. Now, what we've all been waiting for. Yes, our celebrity guest. Yeah, who would have guessed it? It is... Laura Harvey, editor of the Daily Word magazine. Hi, That's guys. What... There she Hello. is. We're so excited you're here. We read the Daily Word. Well, I've been reading the Daily Word every morning and using mm. it as a uh, it's one of the best tools I have in my arsenal. How's that for a masculine word? That's great. <laughs> yeah. In my arsenal for uh, really changing my mind yes you know at any time and sometimes i'm lazy like sometimes i want to marinate and i don't want to read that now i yeah. want to stay grumpy daryl likes to marinate oh it's oh, we all do <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> but as soon as i go you know what i had enough of this and i read that just starting to read it even oh, if man. I, yeah even if i don't even if the message like even if i'm reading it in my mind it's there's something about just cracking that open it'd be like opening the window in the studio y- yes, right now yes. yeah instantly it'd feel that cool breeze <laughs> yes it would because it's stifling in laura here. are you ever tempted to sit and marinate in things when they come up oh oh yes yes i am <laughs> uh, even the editor of the daily word yes absolutely <laughs> Absolutely. And then I got to shake myself and say, hey, snap out of it. Yes. This tool, this tool I've been reading since 1986. And I've actually bought subscriptions for many people in my lifetime since then. Yeah. And uh, everyone agrees. It's just, it's just, it's a wonder. It's it's what I look forward to in my morning routine. Yeah. And I like the paper. There's also an app you can get. If you're interested in subscribing, you can go to dailyword.com. Com. And if you subscribe, you can go there and you can see the digital version of the magazine, which is great. And uh, it's I want to say, Laura, it's amazing that I could be sitting in my sofa being blessed by the Daily Word this morning and that you're here with us today. So thank you. Thank you very much. So before we go any further, um, Laura, would you mind uh, reading the da- today's Daily Word? 
I would I would love to. And today's daily word is generosity, and you guys are just the epitome of generosity. And I just love how you're sharing daily word on your show and and just telling everybody about it and 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 all the the stories that you're sharing. I mean, really, you guys are um, generosity in action. So thank you, thank you, thank you. So today's daily word is generosity. Our affirmation is, I give lovingly and generously. True generosity means giving without expectation of reward. The blessing comes from the act of giving itself. Sharing my time, talent, and treasure with others is a pleasure, and I do it lovingly and generously. Being kind and friendly, being cheerful, listening with compassion, letting someone know they are not alone— These are the most generous gifts I can share. When giving is backed by wisdom and love, it is a divine blessing. As I give, I become a channel through which God's gifts express in the world. The blessings of God are abundant, so I give without reservation, allowing God to express through me in generous and loving ways. And from Proverbs 11.25, a generous person will be enriched. Oh, oh my goodness. That sounds so much better without my New Jersey accent. <laughs> Even I could admit that. That was very beautiful. Thank you for that. Very soothing. We also will let Laura know that, you know, for many years, even though I've read this for a long, long time, over 27 years, I've been reading and subscribing to the Daily Word. I was right. going to say, I like the paper version. There's also an app yep. for your iPhone. Very easy to download. We get both. Yeah, we get both. But, uh, you know, I also really will always subscribe to the paper one because I like tearing out the page, sticking it in my appointment book, Mm -hmm. you know, and carrying it with me. I like to underline certain phrases. That's really helpful for me. Yeah, it's it's awesome. So we the thing that we used to be frightened of, even though I read this for a long time, would be the Bible first, only because of all the manure (laughs) I would put in my own way of thinking about the Bible or people that, you know, shake the, you know, people that represented the Bible or whatever the crazy idea was I had in my own mind. Right. And it's funny. Someone said once, you know, that God you're having a problem with. That's not the God we're talking about. (laughs) That's when I I realized I'm making this horror movie up. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we found actually through a, a Catholic nun of all things turned us on to the message, which is a biblical translation. Right. Uh, that's very up to date, very down to earth. Yes. And you wouldn't expect it to come from a Catholic nun. Right. But it is awesome. So uh, you want to read that portion? The interpretation? Yeah, so I, I took the message verse, which was Proverbs eleven twenty five, and I backed up just a couple lines because uh, I thought it was perfect for today's show, which is the good you seek is seeking you. And from the message... Um, It reads, the desires of good people lead straight to the best, but wicked ambition ends in angry frustration. The world of the generous gets larger and larger. The world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. The one who blesses others is abundantly blessed. Those who help others are helped. Ah, oh, fantastic. Yes. Yes. And it falls right in to line with what you guys were talking about surrender before, too. Yes, it does, which is very important. And it's a hard concept to grasp. It is. Especially because the connotations that go along with the idea of surrender. Okay. 
Well, now what? I'm going to give this all up now. Now what? Right. What does surrender mean to you, Laura? Well, you know, it takes a lot of strength um, to surrender, and um, and but it, it. I find that more and more it comes back. Almost immediately, as soon as I let it go or as soon as even I'm willing to say I'm willing to let this go, even if I don't even know if I'm going to be able to, but right. I say I'm willing to let this go, I I am amazed at how quickly I feel better, how quickly it just is lifted off of me. You know, it's almost magical that it, it, it – I just start to feel better, you know, almost immediately as soon as I'm just willing to say I'm willing to let this go, you know? Right. That's an excellent tool. Yeah. Just to, you know, because there's another conception too. I got to know how to pray rightly or Mm -hmm. perfectly. Yes. And we don't have to get any of these ideas 100% to have them activated. No, you don't have to know how to do it. That's right. Just even asking to be willing is, is a, very potent force yes. in transforming. I've heard Daryl say and other people say that the desire to pray is a prayer. Yeah. yeah. Or tr- even trying to pray yeah, that's is prayer. prayer. Mm-hmm. Just Yeah, I've heard it said also that God was the one who actually initiated the prayer. <laughs> yes. When we get there, we yes. have that Well, immediately you're putting your mind on that. You know, immediately you're putting your mind on the power um, greater than you, you know. And so yeah. immediately you're taken out of the problem. Yes. You know? You know? And out of the fearful thinking. Right. And then I quickly find out that it was my own mind that was cre- generating the problem. That's right. That's what soon follows, you That's know, right. like this. There may have been some circumstances, but my mind was the one that was tangling them all up into the meaning that they were having for oh, me. Oh, yeah. My mind starts creating a movie, right? a horror movie, that Girl. hasn't even come into yeah. play yet. Dude, this whole that's one of the things I learned this week was one of the things – because we love, we love this show because we choose a topic and then we get to really think about what does it mean that the good we seek is seeking us. And for me – one of the things I noticed was there was a voice. There's a voice in me that will, in the past, will say, "It's preparing for a nightmare. It's preparing for the worst." And at this point in my life, I'm just so uh, abundantly blessed that it's getting more and more absurd that this voice is still assume, you know, like assuming the worst, assuming the worst. And it yeah. makes it. It actually, I see a mo- mental movie of yeah. how it's going to unfold, and it's not. It's like a horror movie. Yeah. And I gotta go. Oh, this is. I'm making this up. Yeah. This doesn't exist in God's I, mind. I was even having dreams this week that the dream itself was positive, but I'd wake up and I was feeling bad, and I realized. The, my consciousness was uh, was like almost waiting for a nightmare in my dream, but the nightmare wasn't really even coming, and that's what like turned me on to like the idea of that. How does that happen in my daily life? It's the same thing. God's giving love, 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 and sometimes my mind is just in like uh, scared, which mode. is perfect. This is too good to be true. Which right, is kind of is like this story we'll be sharing. The and it also goes around that that thing every morning. I come up. With an inspiration out of my morning routine, and I yeah. put it on a, a Facebook um, fan page I have called Daily Dose of Recovery. Right. And just uh, yesterday it came up for me, you're allowed to have good things happen. And then at the thought followed, and I just typed all the thing. I wrote, you're allowed to have good things happen. Don't worry about when the other shoe's going to drop. You lost that shoe when you were out drinking. <laughs> so I was like, yes. I don't even have to worry about that. Other That's shoe right. Jumping. That's right. God threw that one in the trash for you. You didn't need it anymore. 
So, uh, Laura, thank you for uh, coming on for the for the Daily Word segment. We definitely appreciate that. Thanks oh, for yeah. asking me, guys. Yeah, yeah. And jumping right into the topic. Yeah, Daryl's got a great story. Well, this is this is amazing. Where you could I could really see it in my own life how generosity, the good you see, see you all yeah. kind of wraps into one. When I was thirty years old, um, I met this great girl. Lori, who's now my wife, and uh, she was 23, and I had a place in New Jersey. I was going to art school in Little Falls, New Jersey, and I just met Lori, and she stayed over for the weekend, and I was going to drive her uh, to the bus stop that would take her into Manhattan to work. Right. You know, and then I was going to go work on my art project, which was to do a a landscape. My real desire the whole summer was to do a, a New York City street scene like yes. a new york cityscape but i was still a little bit like eh, i yeah. don't know if i'm ready so for that to play it safe playing it yeah playing it safe and just as we're leaving the door for me to take Lori to the bus stop <clears throat> my uncle al shows up uncle al now uncle al let me just explain this is back in new jersey and many listeners may or may not know most uncle al's are not really a blood uncle Right. This was one of my dad's old wise guy friends. My dad had long since passed away. And Uncle Al was one of those, I guess you call him a knee breaker uh-huh. for loans. You know, if people didn't pay their loans. <laughs> but he was a sweet guy and he was always loving to me. And That's was, like the guy that was calling uh, your neighbor Jim. Yeah, it's like this guy calling about the loans. It's a little different. <laughs> then I would have suggested Jim go to Canada and forget about the car. <laughs> right, right. But uh, this, this, and I always loved Uncle Al because whenever my dad was really disciplined, you know, when he was getting hard on me and my brother, like really scary, angry, Al was only the one who could say, hey, fuzz, take it easy. They're only kids. Right. And my dad would just soften up. No yeah. one else could do it. Anyone else say it, he would just go into more of a rage. Don't yeah. you tell me that this guy... So Al shows up and he goes, where are you going? And Al was delivering payrolls, whatever that means. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's, so he goes, where are you going? And I said, oh, I'm dropping Lori off at the bus stop. He goes, what? Where do you? And he goes, where do you work, honey? She goes, in Manhattan. And he goes, looks at me, he goes, you drive her into Manhattan. <laughs> and I'm like, because I'm selfish. You know what I'm thinking? I, I had plans. My plans were right. to drop her. This, I'm not telling him that. Sure. You know, my plans are to drop her off at the bus stop. I thought that was being right. generous. And then I'll go do my assignment. But God sent Uncle Al. Al says, uh, uh, Al, yes. He gave me an opportunity to be generous. Very, yes. And one I couldn't refuse. He even said, he goes, don't you make, don't, don't you make me embarrass, embarrass you in front of her. And I was like, all right. And she goes, oh, he's so sweet. And I go, yeah. So we jump uh we get in the car, we, we go to New York City, I drop Lori off at work, and I'm down by Gramercy Park. If you don't know what Gramercy Park is, it's a very exclusive neighborhood within Manhattan. It's actually the only private park in Manhattan, and only the brownstones and the apartments that circle this little block square park have a key to the park. Mm. And part of me goes, you, I had all my art supplies, and part of me goes, you should do the New York City street scene. Right. But my scare, well, I don't know. This is scary. And just as I had that thought, it's funny how when God does this and it was all like these things kind of happen, he sent, he sends us training wheels. Yeah. You know, and the training wheels came in the form of these senior citizens. Right. Um, that were out there painting. Yeah. Like in a class, I could tell. Yeah. And so the thought was, wait a minute. If these seniors, because it wasn't like a, you know, a class of hipsters or, yes. you know, I go, 
well, if these senior citizens can paint this and not be scared, I'm 30 years old. I'm, you know, I'm a 30 year old man for God's sakes. You know, you can do this too. Right. And I know we're about to hit the, hit the break here. So when we come back, I'll, I'll finish exactly how this whole thing turned out. It to is be. a really great story, and, and, and it is worth sticking around for because some amazing things a, happened. A better than expected outcome. Much better than expected outcomes. That goes right along with the good you seek is seeking you. So uh, we'll finish that story after the break. We got a lot of other fun little things that we might throw in there, right? And uh, thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. What I desire for myself, I desire for all beings. There is only one presence and one power at work in the universe. As I align myself with this truth, I set in motion ripples of peace, harmony, and abundance throughout the world. In a quiet time of prayer, I center my thoughts on the perfect peace within me. There is no lack, no separation, only the wholeness of peace. I affirm aloud, I am peace. You are peace. We are peace. I rest for a moment, feeling my heart expand as peace radiates from me. I envision a world in which all beings live in harmony, free from lack, free from violence, and at peace. One by one, each of us creates this peace for all. This inspirational message is brought to you by Daily Word. Daily Word. Inspiration and practical teachings to help people of all faiths live healthy, prosperous, and meaningful lives. Give Daily Word to yourself or friend and give the gift of hope, joy, peace, and encouragement. Order your subscriptions today online at dailyword.com. Are you ready to take a quantum leap into greater self-acceptance and love and freedom from suffering by connecting all your parts, especially those you deem broken? If so, join Mark Anthony Lord, founder and spiritual director of the Bodhi Spiritual Center in Chicago, every Monday at 1 p.m. Central, as he helps you understand there's nothing wrong with you. You are perfect just the way you are. This show is for you so you can know you're not alone and that you really matter and that miracles are right here within you and all around you. From this knowing, anything and everything becomes possible. Each week, Mark will be joined by amazing guests who share their journeys of awakening. Listen live on Mondays at 1 p.m. Central or download the podcast at your convenience or subscribe via iTunes to Nothing Broken Here with Mark Anthony Lord. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to the funniest thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. All right. Welcome back to The Funniest Thing. And uh, Daryl was just sharing a story about how he stepped out boldly and it led to better than expected outcomes. When we last checked in, Daryl had just 
uh, dropped his wife off in. Uh, well, she was my girlfriend. His then. girl, his yeah, his girlfriend Brand at the new time. Girlfriend. He was gonna get stingy and drop her off at the bus in New Jersey, and then she would ride the bus to her job so he could do his little art project. But instead, Uncle Al came along and kicked him in the behind and said, <laughs> "Be generous, young man, and don't make me embarrass you." So he ended up dropping off Lori. He ended up no driving her to the city. Yeah, dry, that's right. Driving her to dropping her off at her job in the city. Yeah, she, right and, on. Uh, uh, Park Ave South. Park Ave South. And then he ended up in the perfect place to do something he really wanted to be doing, which was to attempt his first cityscape scene. Uh, and, he, and he ended up in Gramercy Park. That's right. He uh, saw a group of uh, senior, older, citizens. senior citizens doing uh, their own art. Right. Pastels, it, which is what I was going to be. It was so funniest thing. Yeah. So that gave him the little nudge to say, hey. Come on, I'm 30 years old. I could do this too. So, but what about parking? I mean, you're in. Okay, in, in exactly. Hanging? So the next thought was: so now I got the. I'm now thinking, you know what? If these senior citizens can do, I mean, of course, I uh, now I'm getting enthusiastic about doing it. But yeah. then the little negative voice. Yeah, but now you got to find parking. Maybe right. this isn't such a good idea. As soon as I had that thought, there's a space right there at Gramercy Park. Yeah, I mean, right along the park. Right. And that made it very convenient because I had an art, you had an easel, you know, my pad and my pastels to deal with. Right. So I, I pull in the space, I set up my easel, and I start doing the cityscape on the west side of the park. There were these beautiful um, brownstones, you know, a row of brownstones. Uh, one of them had mayor- mayoral lamps in front of it, you know, right. these cast iron lamps. Right. And I start doing my pastel. Yeah. And it was like magic. Uh, I mean, this thing's coming together. I, I was even like, oh my God, it's, you know how sometimes yeah. it just flows. It came out beautiful. As I'm completing it, right. one of the senior, you know, an older man came over and he said, this is fantastic. Where do you, um, where do you teach? And I said, I don't teach. I, this is my first cityscape. And he was like, seriously? I said, yeah, I never did this before. And I was so excited by doing it. And he goes, wow. He goes, maybe you should consider teaching. And I found out his name was Sid Hermel. Mm-hmm. And he was actually the the instructor. He was actually ah. a very well-known pastel artist, which I didn't know until later. Right. But he was the one instructing the course with the senior citizens. So now I'm packing up my things. And this is where the story takes another turn. And this is where... You know, we talk a lot about building that spiritual muscle, right? And it is a spiritual muscle. And, and you, you, you know, it, you can't just use this. I mean, um, for a long time in my life, I used to do the bargaining prayer. You know, you don't ask God for anything unless you're in a jam. Right. And then I'll promise, I promise I'll sacrifice something sure. if you just get me out of this. Right. Or I promise I'll never do this again. Right. You know, or I promise I will always do this. Right. If only you get me out of this jam. Right. But we're not talking about that kind of prayer anymore. No, we're no. About- we're talking about just getting into a, a regular habit. So that you're receptive to the good that is seeking you. Right. And we get this, um, the good you seek is seeking you affirmation from an author, Florence Scovel Shin. Yes. Who coincidentally, by profession was an artist and book illustrator. There you have it. But she was like us. She loved talking about this stuff. Right. And she applied it in her life. And she didn't have a radio show, so she wrote a book. And the book is titled The Game of Life and How to Play It. I recommend any everyone 
who's listening, get that book. It's under $10. It's, it is so incredible. And one of the affirmations in there was she wrote it, the good you seek. Hers was a little bit different. And that's another thing. Modify an aff- It's okay to modify an affirmation. Yeah, you got to make the prayer your own. So you feel like if it mm-hmm. doesn't feel, if you mm-hmm. tweak it a little, hers was all things I seek are now seeking me. But to me, it just sounded more effective in my little brain. The good I seek is seeking me. Right. You know? Yeah. And by doing these morning routine, you know, your morning prayer time, or it doesn't have to be long, seven minutes just to work on that muscle. Don't worry about feeling anything every time you do your meditation or prayer. Yeah. Because it's just like working out at the gym. I work out, you know, you do push-ups. Some days you're into it. Some days you're not. But you know what? Your muscles are getting stronger. That's right. So anyway, I'm more open to those opportunities now. You know, at that age, I was 30. Yes. Still, so I'm not just narrow focused, you know. Mm-hmm. And I noticed there was this sign on one of the brownstones. It was a nine-story brownstone. Most of the buildings around there were built around the 1600s, 1700s, 1800s. And they couldn't go much taller than nine stories. And it said on it, apartment to co-op conversion starting at $30,000. dollars mm. For those of you who don't know, a co-op is very similar to a condominium. It's New York City style of those laws that work, the condo laws. So anyway, instead of the voice that says, this is too good to be true, because I'm open to this, good. I pack up my stuff and go, let me go take a look. It was one of those positive hunches. It wasn't I should, or it wasn't like, that's BS. It was just, huh. Yeah. So I just, and it wasn't like, woohoo, I'm feeling, I'm feeling lucky because yeah. I did the pain. It was just a net. So I checked it out. I go in, I see one of the places. Right. Small one. But bedroom. you probably did have a little good momentum going because you had stepped out boldly, done the, the pastel, oh. and all this good was flowing. So you had some momentum going. If I hadn't been generous in the beginning, yeah. none of this good yeah, would have. One I, thing, yeah, funniest thing never. leads to another. The good I seek, I would have missed. Yes. So <laughs> anyway, without even knowing this is the good we're seeking, and that's what we're talking about. Yes. It's never a specific, I'm going to be a famous artist. Well, God might have better plans. That's right. Or what that looks like could be totally that's different right. than what you think it looks like. Yeah, how am I going to afford a place in Manhattan as an artist? Well, right. so I take a look. Great. 30000 and you need 20% down. So I go, that's $5,000 on a credit card. Yeah. I can do that. You know, and that's not, you know, my mind may say, well, that's foolish using a credit card. Yeah, right. I've had clothes, stereos, uh, stuff that deteriorates that I end up paying for years after that stuff is long gone on a credit card. So this was actually the best thing I could put on a credit card. So the next day, I decide I'm going to do it. I go back. And when I'm getting, I, I sign all the paperwork for the one on the ninth floor. And I'm thinking to myself, I go, well, Lori's 23, and she was just my girlfriend, and she didn't understand any of this stuff. And she was renting an apartment in New York, right, Yes. for a lot of money. And I told her, I said, you know what? We're going to get you a credit card, and you've got to get one of these. Uh-huh. So I walked her, because then even if we break up, right. she has a great investment yes. in the city. Which you know, just such a loving, generous gesture right there. Well, and it pays off. Yes. Just like generosity always pays off for everyone included. Yeah. So what happens was if we get the place, we get the place on the ninth floor, we get the place on the second floor. How many days did this all transpire? Well, it was 24 hours when I went back and signed the paperwork. So you bought one within 24 hours. One within 24 hours, and then we got the other one right away. We, so, we, yeah, and then a we few moved, days, this whole thing. Happened. By the end of the month, by the end of the month, uh-huh. which was about two weeks later, yeah. we were moving in 
to the one on the ninth floor. Uh-huh. We fixed it up. Yeah. And then when Lori's got approved, we moved into hers on the second floor. And the total cost of the one on the ninth floor was uh, $800. Well, we rented it out for $1,800. This is monthly? Monthly. Wow. We were able to rent it out for $1,800. Yes. So the $1,000 paid off. We, we were living rent-free in Manhattan. And Gramercy Park with a key yeah. to the park. Uh-huh. And this is this is the thing. It's just, and this is in funniest thing. In Florence Scovel's book, she even has another affirmation that says, I'm awake to my good and gathering the harvest of endless opportunities. Yes. Because I actually ended up becoming an artist. Right. Who... Through his art, because it was only through my art that I even stumbled across that place. Right. So my art was actually financing right. my free rent, totally unlimited. For uh-huh. as long as we lived in Manhattan, we paid zero right. because we had that other unit. Yeah. We were talking about this earlier. A lot of us in the past had this idea that somewhere along the line, we just messed up so bad that whatever good was seeking us, we were no longer worthy of it, right? So we were saying, the good comes dancing up next to us, yeah. but we we don't see it, or the good says, oh, this must not be the guy. Yeah, you know, just look at him. He's got his head tucked between his legs. Yeah. He's feeling sorry for himself. And if you hadn't done all – I mean, you got to be receptive to this opportunity. Like, you you did the footwork. This is what we were talking about earlier. You went in. You checked it out. Yeah. You took the action. But without any of this, there was was no like system you should invest in right. real estate there was like i don't have any of this idea it's just you're open to the good whatever that is and you're doing what you love and, and it feels good and it always comes disguised yeah as something you may never consider right you know because my mind's thinking i'm gonna do artwork i'll get a gallery show right. and then i'm gonna make a living off my art this way well this took the biggest burden off your monthly income which totally. is your rent off Incredible. the table for both of us. Incredible. And at the time, Lori was pursuing her acting career. I was able to yeah. pursue my art career. And, you know, we don't have time this week, but next week we should continue the story. Yes. Which includes Sid Hermel, uh-huh. an art studio in New York yep. at Union Square. Yeah. And and it just keeps building and building right. and building. And it's so, so Daryl had mentioned one thing before, which is, you know, just getting up in the morning, taking a few minutes to, to exercise and stretch the muscle to get receptive whether it's reading the daily word or something you find inspirational and before we close and do the the do you want to do the do you want to pull out you want to mash up? read a couple lines That's of that and then we'll do the the, the quick yeah because song so hit it up another this is from book, emmett fox emmett fox power, power through constructive thinking yeah. and this is the wonder child and this kind of wraps up the whole thing we were talking about jim right. and this whole thing and it's it's about turning it over casting the burden surrender yeah and it says The government shall be upon his shoulder. And that's about casting the burden of God. It says, you are tired and driven and worried and weak and ill and depressed because you have been trying to carry the government upon your own shoulder. The burden is too much for you and you have broken down under it. Now, immediate, you hand over your self-government. That is the burden of making a living or healing your body or erasing your mistakes to the child. He is the tireless one, the all-powerful one the all-wise, the all-resourceful, assumes it with joy, and your difficulties have seen the beginning of the end. And the child, their meaning is, just even a child, like like Laura Harvey said, 
I'm willing to let this go. Yes. The child, the little bit of belief is all it takes. Yes. To set off, to yes. activate, you know, this snowball all, effect of good. Yes. And to open us up to that good, which is always, always, always seeking us. Can we do a quick little sing, sing along here but to get, take us out? Oh, yeah. So we found out an old demo of a, of a door song. And we actually turned it into a mashup in the metaphysical mashup. Yeah. Mis- yeah, metaphysical mashup book. Yes, it's perfect with love and respect to Ray Manzarek, who passed this week for That's the doors. That's right. It's an honor. Salute to him. And, and I believe this, this mashup is titled Doors Meet Disney with a Kick in the Shin. As in Florence Global Shin. So Florence, it goes. Florence Global Shin. One, two, three, four. This is the end of all elaborate plans. Because, 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 because the good you seek is seeking you. Yeah. All right. So thank you for uh, listening tonight, today, wherever you're listening. <laughs> and uh, send all your stories, the funniest thing, at unityonlineradio.org or hit us up on the Facebook fan page. And, uh, yeah, thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Music Speaks Louder Than Words is an inspiring, informative, and fun hour of uplifting, heartfelt music and commentary that delivers a powerful message of love, joy, and oneness. It will keep you smiling and singing along. Your hosts, Reverends Dale Worley and Christy Snow, are alive with the Spirit of God and singing their love to you. Each Thursday afternoon at 3 p.m. Central Time with Music Speaks Louder Than Words. Music, it's the only thing that the whole world listens to. Music speaks louder than words when you sing. Inspiration only takes a moment. We invite you to focus your attention inward with these words from Elizabeth Searle Lamb. This is a new day. Lead your conscious mind to that still haven of your soul where your indwelling Christ opens wide the doorway of your heart. At once, mind, soul, and body, you are flooded with the light and love of God. You are lifted high above this earthly plane and filled with the radiance of spirit. Send this love and light on to those whom you hold dear so that it may uplift heal and comfort them as you send this radiance on you are filled with a new sense of god's power and you release this power to the whole world to uplift guide and bless all people a day's tasks await you but god is with you and with god's help all shall be done perfectly 
This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash IMDivine2022. 